Welcome to the first episode of my podcast. I'm not really sure what this is going to be called or what it's going to turn into, but um, I thought right now would be a good time or as good a time as any. Sorry, I just took a sip of my Canadian club. It's a beautiful Sunday evening here in Melbourne, Victoria. Today's the 29th of March, just for context. Context, context. Just for context for anyone watching this. I thought it would be a good idea to start my podcast now. I've always wanted to start a podcast, but I always thought that I needed guests or always wondered if I should do it solo or wondered how I should do it or what context I should do it in or if I should invest money into finding a space to do it or better equipment or whatever. And this sort of situation, the current situation that we're going through with the virus, with everything that's going on, I'm not going to name it because YouTube has shown well and truly that it likes to suppress your videos if you mention the name of the virus. But I thought with the current situation going on in the world that we're all fully aware of, then I'm not going to talk too much on, um, now is as good a time as any to give you guys more content. Because that's sort of our responsibility as artists. It's to give content and provide a relief or provide an escape or provide something for people to watch outside of their normal lives. It's like a lot of my Instagram, as much as some people might see that and go, it's just pretty images. It's just bullshit. It's just a fake outlook of what's not real. Where in my mind, I think this is my way of expressing the way I see the world. And it's a way of giving people, at least for a fraction of a second as they're scrolling through their Instagram, an opportunity to look at something that's a little bit different to the rest of the world that they look at throughout the day. And I think that's kind of cool that we have that opportunity. And I think now is as I think right now is as good a time as any for us creators or us filmmakers or us photographers or us singers or musicians or whatever we are. I think it's as as good a time as any for us to be putting out as much content as we can. So I thought, what better way to do that than to do a weekly podcast? Like I said, I've got a couple tins of uh, a couple cans of Canadian clubs here. Uh, I'm going to be sipping on these throughout this, and we're just going to chat. We're just going to talk about the world at the moment. We're going to talk about my work. We're going to talk about things that interest me. I think the benefit of doing this podcast solo um, is that it's an opportunity for me to talk openly and candidly about things that I'm interested in. I think with having a YouTube channel, you can very often get stuck um, having to do the same thing that you're meant to do, having to do things that, you know, sometimes you might not enjoy as much. You know, I don't wake up every single day wanting to be a filmmaker. I don't wake up every single day wanting to post to Instagram. I don't wake up every single day wanting to be a creator. Some days I just want to get up and go for a run like yesterday. (laughs) All I wanted to do yesterday was get up and go for a run. So that's all I did yesterday. I think that having the ability to, uh, set up the camera, set up the microphone and just chat candidly about things that I'm interested in is a part of my creativity that I haven't quite tapped into yet. Um, I always thought that it was reserved for people that have already built an audience when in actuality, that's a bit of a dumb statement because it's only by doing that that you build the audience in the first place that actually cares about what you have to say or your opinions or whatever it is that you want to share with the world. So I think finally, this will be a good opportunity or a good catalyst for me to dive into the world of podcasting, at least solo for the moment. I think in the future, I'll definitely have 
uh, guests on the podcast, whether that be my creative friends, whether that be creators around the world, or whether it just be some of my mates. I'm mates with some pretty interesting people. It's like I've got a professional boxer that I'm good mates with. One of my mates, Rose, for the Australian team. A few of my mates are singers and musicians. Like I have some interesting friends that I'd love to share with the world. So obviously now is not a super appropriate time, and that's why I'm doing this podcast solo right now is because I don't think it's appropriate for me to bring people on. Maybe I'll Skype people or whatever, but if you guys are Australian, you've uh, noticed the severe drop in internet speeds here in Australia recently, and that's because we've got every single person at home using the internet all at once. And unfortunately, our little motor that runs on someone on a treadmill here in Australia, uh, the internet has slowed down drastically. So we're all sort of dealing with that at the moment. And unfortunately, that means that anytime you try to FaceTime anyone, anytime you try to do anything on the internet that requires any substantial amount of power um, that is severely limited. So I might keep my uh, at least my guests off the podcast until I'm allowed to see them in person and do this sort of thing in person. So anyway, yeah, let's let's jump into this podcast. Um, I wanted to talk about firstly what's going on <laughs> in the world at the moment. Um, it's you know, it's, it's a scary time. It's a, it's a really scary time to be alive. Um, I did hear someone say yesterday, um, I've been watching, uh, Andrew Schultz's daily, uh, podcast that he's doing so far on every single day. He's doing an update on this whole situation via a podcast. If you don't watch his show, it's called Flagrant 2. It's amazing. If you're into the type of humor that punches you in the gut and makes you feel horrible for laughing at the things that he says, that's awesome. If you're kind of a Ricky Gervais, Bill Burr sort of fan, Andrew Schultz is an amazing comedian. If you aren't interested in that kind of comedy, then maybe don't go and watch his videos. But if you are like me, uh, go and check out his stuff. He's doing a daily update on all things virus related um, and, you know, throwing his touch of humor in there. So if you want to have a laugh but be updated at the same time, I feel like that's the best way to do it because every time I go on the news, every time I do anything to figure out what the hell's going on, I just end up feeling depressed. (laughs) I just end up feeling anxious and worse off for knowing the information that I sought out in the first place. Whereas going to his page every single day, watching his half an hour video on all things related to this situation, um, then I feel better afterwards because I've had a laugh. I've learnt something new. Yeah, some of the facts aren't as nice to know about, but it's it's a good way to do it. It's actually inspired me to do this. Obviously, I'm not going to be doing it daily and I'm not going to be focusing purely on the virus, but um, yeah, I thought his, his show was really good. I lost my train of thought. I completely lost where I was going with that point. But anyway, yeah, it's a, it's a scary time. And I think, yes, that's what I was going to say. He mentioned in his podcast that uh, we're living through history. Like we're living through a point in history. I actually said to a friend yesterday after I saw that on his, we're living through what will be a Netflix special in or the equivalent of Netflix in 10 or 20 years time, um, which I think is hilarious and really scary and also fascinating at the same time. It's like we've, if you're my age, I'm, I'm 23 years old. I was born in 1997. Um, if you're my age, we haven't really lived through, besides obviously the internet, the internet was already around when I was born, but, or maybe just, I think it was just 
after the internet was when I was born. But we've lived through obviously maybe maybe the maybe the technology boom. Things like the iPhone um, were probably the most extreme part of the last, and I'm saying this from an incredibly naive perspective because all I do is take photos, make videos. I'm not really heavily tapped into technology or the progression of the human race, but I think the most intense thing that's happened is the technology boom since I've been born anyway. So this, to experience something as extreme as this, uh, a global pandemic that has countries literally shut down and the economy at a point close to that of the Great Depression, it's it's pretty scary to be going through. Um, thankfully, my situation, I'm I think I'm going to be okay. Like I'm a pretty, I'm a bit of a stifler for spending my money. I'm, I'm very, very strict with how I spend my money, what I spend my money on. Um, and if I'm being perfectly honest with you, the only thing I've really spent my money on in the last 12 months was my rent when I was living out of home. Like, oh my God, maybe drinking these during a podcast isn't the best idea, but we're going to keep doing it because it's keeping me going. <laughs> How about that? If you're drinking as well, if you're not, watch this in the afternoon. Take a sip every time I take a sip and by the end of it, you'll be having a good time. But anyway, um, I think thankfully, uh, the only thing I've really spent my money on in the last 12 months was my rent when I was living at home last year uh, and tattoos. <laughs> I usually spend my money on camera gear, obviously, but I haven't really upgraded any of my camera gear in the last 12 months. Uh, yeah, about the last 12 months, I haven't really bought any new camera gear. I completely redid my setup early last year, so I haven't really needed to to upgrade or do anything in that regard. Thankfully, touch wood, I haven't had anything break, so I haven't needed to spend a lot of money. So I'm thankfully, I've got enough savings to sort of get me through if need be. Um, and then thankfully, another situation is, you know, for me, January or December really through till March was actually my busiest and best quarter I've ever had in the duration of my business. Um, it was the best, yeah, comf- I can comfortably say that it was the best three months that I've ever had in the history of my business, which is phenomenal and it's amazing and it's kind of disappointing that we don't get to continue that. It was kind of like a hard stop at the end of that. But the good part about that situation is I'm still sitting on quite a bit of work that's in post-production. So I still have a fair bit that I need to do. My life hasn't really changed too much beyond the fact that I'm not going to be doing any new jobs at any point in the future. A lot of my jobs for April, a lot of my jobs for even as far as July and August have now been sort of put on hold because no one really knows what's happening. No one really knows what's going to happen or what's going to come of this. So that's the only thing that's changed for me. But thankfully, I still have a fair bit of work coming in. And then the best part of all of this situation, and I don't want to come across as I really don't want to come across like I've got my head in the sand or or that I'm undermining anyone that's in a horrible situation right now because I understand, you know, I've got friends that live paycheck to paycheck and I feel horrible for their situation right now. Like I've got friends that have lost their jobs, lost their income and seriously don't know what they're going to do over the next few months. So I don't want to come across like I'm sort of saying like oh, everything's going to be all fine because you know, I'm going to be fine. No, I don't want to come across like I'm saying that because 
I just want to share with you guys my own experience and hopefully, you know, share something of value with you guys so you can take something away from this because all I can give you is my perspective. That's all I can offer you. I can't give you someone else's perspective because that's not my perspective. Um, so yeah, I thankfully I'm I'm going to be okay and, and it allows me to do things like this. It gives me more time to focus on my YouTube channel or focus on my Instagram. I've posted more on my Instagram in the last two weeks than I have for most of this year. <laughs> and then obviously this podcast, this podcast probably wouldn't be happening if it wasn't for this whole situation. So as rough as it is, um, like I think I'm going to be okay. Uh, which I'm incredibly thankful for. I think my family's going to be okay as well. Uh, my brothers are both tradies. So they're going to be obviously out of work, but thankfully I think both of them are, are quite well off with their savings. My little sister obviously isn't going to school anymore, but she's sort of also oblivious to this whole situation. And then uh, my parents are going to be I th- hopefully okay. I think my, my dad's income is protected by... Uh, or my old man's income is thankfully protected by uh, his work, so that's good at least for the time being. Um, so yeah, it's it's an interesting time, but I think I'm gonna be okay. Um, I want to sort of go back to the whole conversation about having more time because I've sort of, you know, a lot of my friends, <laughs> a lot of my friends that are now out of a job uh, have resorted to the PlayStation and the Netflix model of consuming their time whilst they're sort of in isolation. And as much as, yes, you need to use a certain amount of time enjoying yourself, of course you do, you always need to, but I get countless messages every single day from people telling me about how they would love to do what I do or they would love to do YouTube or they'd love to do Instagram, but they just don't have the time. Um, or in my case, I have wanted to create a Photoshop course. I have wanted to figure out ways that I can go full time with my social media, my YouTube, my Instagram, but I've never had the time. I've never felt like I could just put everything on hold and focus my attention on that. Um, and now I do, <laughs> which is, um, you know, a byproduct of this whole situation, a horrible situation, but a good byproduct in a way is the fact that I now have time to do the things that I didn't have time to do in the past. And, and you know, even if that's for you, something that might not be super productive, maybe it's not, you know, a career, you know, a career changing move. Like for me, for example, I plan on coming out of this in a situation where I have a product that I'm proud of in the form of maybe a Photoshop course or, you know, uh, multiple lap packs or, uh, Photoshop actions pack or something along those lines that I'm happy to share to my audience. I hope to come out of this whole situation with a sort of a new trajectory on my career. As much as I love that I had an amazing quarter with my business, I really want to do less client work in the future. I want to get to the point where I can sort of do this full time. I think that's everyone's goal. Anyone who's on Instagram wants to do it full time. Of course they do. That's why they do it in the first place. But it's far easier said or wanted than done, unfortunately. So as much as that's my goal, 
and I would love to you know approach this whole situation from a productivity standpoint it's a Sunday night like I I worked all night last night it was a Saturday night I worked all day today and I'm going to work tonight probably editing this podcast um, which is something I wouldn't do outside of this situation so it's um, as much as that's my goal and I want to be productive I want to encourage all of you that say for example you want to learn guitar or you want to learn to code or you want to learn to edit photos or you want to learn anything just a new skill like hell you want to start getting a little fitter and the that comes in the form of maybe buying a, a cheap secondhand treadmill whilst you're going to be in isolation and running every single day like Regardless of what it is that you want to do, productive or product, prod, geez, the pronunciation on that was interesting, wasn't it? Whether it's productive or not productive, um, finding something that you can do, I think is is super important. Don't let this time disappear. Don't let this, you know, this period of isolation, this this period of uh, uh, being locked away. Don't let this period just disappear and then wonder why you didn't use the time effectively. Use this time to do something that you're not able to do. Most of you are now in a situation where you're no longer bound by the job that you have. You're no longer bound by your career. You're no longer bound by school. You're no longer bound by university. You now have the ability to do whatever you want because it's either not be productive or be productive or sorry, it's either sit in Netflix and play PlayStation or go out and learn a new skill or better your career for the time that we come out of this because anything that you do in this period is going to be worth so much more when we come out of it. Any skill you learn, anything you do, any money you make, anything that you do in this period of, say, between uh, you know three to six months realistically is going to be worth so much more to you on the other side. It's going to be worth so much more. So why wouldn't you use this time to become better at what it is that you do? Like it just seems like a no-brainer to me and and like of course right now we're only really a week or two into it the entire world is in a bit of shock right now like a lot of us a lot of my friends are saying how you know their their sleep schedule is completely fucked like everything is just weird at the moment and i get that but gather yourselves you know pick yourself up dust yourself off figure out where you are and then have a plan um for me that's just been in the form of writing things out i think that I've, you know, like you can get so caught up uh, in the day-to-day with everything. And for me, for example, that's doing my freelance work. I can get so caught up just waking up in the morning and having my list of things that I need to do and never getting to actually sit down and assess what's going on and plan things out. And now I have that opportunity. So this last sort of week or so, I haven't been super productive well, I mean, I've been more productive on this side of things than on the other, but I haven't been massively productive, but I've definitely sat down and sort of reassessed. And I think that's a necessary part of moving forward with this whole situation. Um, so yeah, like for me, for example, I just plan on getting back into YouTube. I plan on starting this podcast. I plan on developing my Photoshop course. I plan on developing my LUTs. I plan on figuring out a way that I can begin to make money from this, you know, my creativity. Because I've sort of, I've, I've always been 
it's ironic. It's really ironic because I've always been of the opinion that you need to talk about money. I really hate that influencers and photographers and filmmakers and YouTubers are so hesitant to talk about money, yet money is what, yet, (laughs) I need to word that correctly, yet their ability to understand money and their ability to make money is what allows them to be that person. None of these famous photographers that travel the world and do this full time are doing it by chance. All of them are very, very talented businessmen. All of them are brilliant salespeople. All of them really know how they do it, but no one's really willing to share it. And I've always been of the opinion that we should share that. We should teach people how to do that. But at the same time, as my opinion is over here, I'm over here with actually doing any of the advice that I give. I always encourage people to talk about money. I always encourage people to sell things. I always encourage people to be comfortable selling, but I'm not doing that myself. So for me, it's about figuring out a way to do that. And if that comes in the form of, say, a Patreon, or that comes in the form of you know, selling something, or that comes in the form of doing a Skillshare course, or taking on more brand deals, or just producing more content and trusting that the process will inevitably come out well on the other side. Um, that's sort of where I'm at as far as spending these next few months. Like, I really want to turn this into my full-time job. Like, I'm you know, I've been doing this now for almost two and a half years. And of course, there's obviously the building time, but I genuinely feel like I'm in a situation now where I could be doing it full time, but I'm not, um, which is a weird spot to be in. Obviously, a lot of the last two years, I've been pretty comfortable not making any money from it because I understand that there's a building period. There's a period where you have to build and you have to focus on just building your audience and building trust and that sort of thing. Whereas now I'm like, okay, Tom, like, Let's actually figure this out. Let's just reassess and actually understand what you're doing because I think it can be very easy, especially as an Instagrammer, it can be very easy to just sort of, you know, think, I'm okay not making any money on Instagram. I'm okay spending hours and hours and hours of my day every single day, seven days a week, 365 days of the year. I'm happy spending all of that time on here. But I'm not, that's okay, I don't need to make any money, which I think is bullshit. I think that's fucking bullshit. I think that we should be comfortable wanting to earn a living from the countless hours that we spend sharing our creativity with the world. And I think that's fair enough. I'm going on a little bit of a tangent because I believe I started, what did I start this topic on? Started on, on my goals for this next period, few months of being in lockdown and I ended up talking about that. Hey, I'm enjoying this podcasting so far. I'm enjoying it. But yeah, that's sort of my thoughts on this whole situation and and um, what I want to achieve out of the next few months because I think it's important that we take advantage of the time that we're given because, you know, it can be so easy to just... Three months can happen like that. And I think that a lot of people are going to end up in that situation where we got put into lockdown three months disappeared and we end up coming out of lockdown and the people that took advantage of it are going to go straight into the next boom because whenever there's a, a crash, there's inevitably a boom, people are going to take advantage of that boom and be really successful. And then a lot of people that were successful going into this sort of slowed down during it and then sort of were caught off guard when the boom happened, they're going to regret that they didn't take advantage of this time. So 
that's, you know, my thoughts on this whole situation and that's where I'm at, at least for the time being. But at the same time, I am spending a lot of time watching Netflix. I just finished the entire Pirates of the Caribbean series. Uh, that's been the majority of my nights and probably the reason why my sleep schedule is so fucked up, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's probably got a fair bit to do with it, I reckon. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've finished the Pirates of the Caribbean series. Have you guys watched Tiger King? I'm three episodes in and that is the most bizarre uh, interesting and best television that I've ever watched in my entire life. I don't know why that series is so good. It has tigers, it has murder, it has mystery, it has weirdos, it has... It's amazing. It's like, let's all... It's the perfect thing that Netflix could have done right now because right now the whole world is focused on this one thing and Netflix have gone, hey, hey, we've found these psychos go and focus on them for a little bit. And I think that's a fantastic thing that Netflix have done because they could have released anything. They could have brought on a new old TV series or they could have, apparently there's a Michael Jordan documentary that's about to come out or something like that. But I think that by releasing a Netflix documentary series like Tiger King, I think that's the perfect thing they could have done. It's the perfect distraction because it is so weird, so out of this world and so far from anything that I've ever sort of read or known about before that it's completely distracting. When I'm watching that, I forget that the world is in absolute chaos right now, which I think is the perfect thing that Netflix could have done. So cheers to that. Cheers to that, Netflix. Thank you very much for that. So yeah, the next thing that I wanted to speak about or the topic that I wanted to talk on is going into a little bit more depth into uh, what I talked about in my latest YouTube video that I released earlier this week. Actually, I think I released it. I released it on Friday. Yeah, Friday. Um, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about you know, the future of my YouTube channel. I want to talk about, you know, the whole idea of seeking direction. And then I want to go into a little bit of detail into my sort of struggle with creativity last year. Um, so yeah, I like, I, I, as much as I, you know, as much as I enjoy teaching, as much as I enjoy sharing tutorials and that sort of thing, as much as I enjoy that, I really don't want to pigeonhole myself as a filmmaking YouTuber. I don't want to pigeonhole myself as a photography YouTuber or anything like that. And I think that that fear came about from my Instagram. I think a lot of you have probably noticed that my Instagram sort of hit a brick wall <laughs> about October last year. I just completely lost motivation for it, if I'm being completely honest with you. Um, I didn't want to make the art that I was making. Um, I was completely sick of making the type of art that I was making. Um, I'm absolutely loving it again. I'm back to loving creating again. Um, I th hope you guys have recognized that recently. Um, I love my style at the moment. I love everything I'm making. I love all the images that I'm putting out, um, which is amazing to be back to. But yeah, from about October last year, I just, I hated it. I was so sick of producing the same type of work every single day. I was so sick of just the same people commenting the same thing. I was just sick of YouTube, uh, not YouTube. I was sick of Instagram in general. Um, and that just led to a fear of that happening on YouTube. I loved doing three a week last year. I absolutely loved releasing three videos a week last year. It was one of the best things I've ever done. It's the hardest I've ever worked in my entire life. Like that was just that period of time, it was, it was like, there, there was one point where I was waking up at 
in the morning and going to bed at midnight and it was literally work all day with the exception of spending half an hour at the gym. Um, it, it was insane. It was like, and, and every single day was spent trying to figure out how I could be more and more productive. And I was so inspired and I was so happy doing what I was doing. Um, obviously it gets a little toxic sometimes like sometimes on friday afternoons my mates we used to go for knockoffs at 5 p.m on friday afternoons i used to release a video at 7 p.m on friday afternoons so there was a few times where i would come to the pub with my laptop (laughs) still uploading the video or still editing the video um it got a little toxic at times but i loved that period of time i absolutely loved it but as soon as that happened with instagram as soon as that took hold of me where I was like, I don't love this anymore. Um, I got scared. I was like, I really don't want to commit to this. I don't want to end up locking myself into, I, I'm so glad that none of my videos went viral. I'm so glad that none of my videos took off. I'm so glad that my channel didn't take off as much as I'm stoked with the fact that we have six, what almost 7,000 subscribers on my channel. As much as I'm so incredibly stoked with that, uh, I think we need to open a new one of these. We do. Hold that thought. Let's get a little ASMR action going. Oh. Hold on, one more. Oh. oh boy. Here's to that. YouTube doesn't get angry about drinking on camera, do they? I hope not. I've sworn enough in this in this tutorial tutorial. My God. I've sworn enough in this podcast that I think they'll probably keep it away from kids. I would at least hope so. But yeah, like I was saying, I I loved that period of time, but I was so scared of locking myself into that because you know, like I said, I'm so glad that we have 7,000 or almost 7,000 subscribers on my channel, but I'm so glad that it wasn't more because as soon as I stopped, as soon as October happened, as soon as that epiphany happened in my mind, I immediately realized how thankful I was that my channel didn't blow up because I think if my channel had blown up, I would have been screwed. Not now, I would probably still be making videos pretty consistently right now um, and I'd probably still be happy doing it. But I was worried about what would happen six months from now or a year from now or two years from now when the same thing happens to me that happened to me on Instagram. Um, So as much as I'm disappointed that I didn't continue making three videos a week until now, as much as I'm disappointed that my channel didn't sort of blow up (laughs) as everyone wants to, I'm somewhat glad that it didn't because I think that would have trapped me and I'm and I want to you know I wanted to talk about that in my recent video because it was a genuine struggle for me when I decided to come back earlier this year when I made that tutorial a couple of weeks ago and I think I made another video very early or late last year or early in the year or whenever it was um yeah the the combi video like those videos were sort of really forced for me. I just didn't know what to make. I didn't know what to make or what direction to go in or or how to start a video. I just didn't have a direction. I was speaking to Hayden about this the other night and I spoke about this in the video. Um, 
like I'm comfortable talking to camera. I'm very, very comfortable talking to camera. It's very easy for me nowadays to talk to camera. It actually feels very natural, in fact, to talk to camera for me. But I struggle with direction. I struggle with uh, having a boundary or a direction with my YouTube channel. With my Instagram, like I said, um, it's digital art. I know that if I create something that is digital art, then that will be well received or that's at least a direction that I should continue going in. Whereas with my YouTube channel, I don't really have a direction. I don't have any restrictions. It's just make a video and I don't want to make videos for the sake of making videos. I hate making videos for the sake of making videos because it feels horrible. I love to love to watch my videos. Like, does that make sense? I love to love to watch my videos. Like I lo- I, I really enjoy watching my video and sitting back and going, that was a good video. But when I make a video that's just a video for the sake of making a video, I don't sit back and go, I love that. I sit back and go, fuck it, on to the next. And that's not fun for me. That's not fun at all. And I'm sure there's YouTubers out there that are probably thinking, mate, that's how you become successful on YouTube. That's how you do this. You've At the end of the day, sometimes you got to make bad ones and sometimes you got to make good ones and, and sometimes you got to make videos for your audience and sometimes you make videos for you. But I don't enjoy that and I do this because I enjoy it. I have my video business. I have I can make videos for clients all I want for the rest of my life. I can do that. I won't enjoy it as much. But why would I switch to YouTube for something that I'm not going to enjoy as much? Like, does that make sense to you guys? Like, why would I go and start doing YouTube if it's not something I'm going to enjoy more than my alternative. Like my alternative isn't a job. My alternative is just going back to running my own business. So why would I not do this if I don't absolutely love every second of it? And obviously I'm not delusional. I know that, you know, the the whole saying of, uh, you know, love what you do and you'll never work a day in your life is fucking bullshit. That's complete horseshit. You are going to wake up no matter who you are. Like I have friends who, like I said, my best mate is a professional boxer. And as much as that is an amazing job and as much as that's cool and as much as he loves it, there is days where he wakes up and the last thing he wants to do is box. I'm sure there's days where he wakes up and he couldn't think of anything fucking worse than going to the gym and boxing. But he loves it. And the majority of the time, it's better than anything else that he does. But there's just days where you don't want to do it. So the whole idea that love what you do and you never work a day in your life is bullshit. But loving what you do comes with sacrifice. That's where the difficulty comes in. It's like for him to be a professional boxer, he needs to give up. He can't come on this podcast and drink Canadian clubs with me when he's three weeks out from a fight. Just like I can't, you know go out and get blind drunk on a Saturday night because I have to make a video on Sunday or I have to edit client work or I have to go to a shoot on a Saturday for a wedding and I have to spend my entire Saturday, including my Saturday night, shooting a wedding or I have to go away for a week on location whilst I shoot something and be away from my friends, my family. Like there's sacrifices in everything that you do that you enjoy Um, and that's I think that's where that comes from. Like not the situation of, you know, some days are going to be hard because some days are going to be hard, but if you're loving what you're doing, then it's not going to be as hard. Um, 
so yeah, I just, I really want to love what I do. And I think I've found a way to do that. And I think that's by giving myself permission. I'm going to umbrella my channel under the term living creatively. And I spoke about this in the video, as I've said multiple times on this podcast, um, I'm going to umbrella my entire channel under the term living creatively. And I think that's honestly, that's not going to change anything. Like if you guys are expecting it to change anything, it's not going to change anything. It's going to be the exact same content. I think that that one sentence or those two words is going to give me permission to create what I want. Um, you know, I have a video in the pipeline. I've got my video ideas right in front of me. It's like I've got a video that I want to make called How to Run Further. And that's just going to be me talking about my journey of the last 12 months going from struggling to run two kilometers. When I was in Hawaii in 2018, at the end of 2018, I tried to go for a run because I hadn't been in the gym in a few days whilst I was there. I tried to go for a run and I made it 1,500 meters. I made it 1,500 meters. I decided in about July last year that I wanted to take up running and I wanted to get better at it. And yesterday I ran 37 kilometers. Uh, it's just been, you know, I'm not <laughs> like, I want to talk about that. I really want to share that. I want to share that process. I want to share what I've done. I want to share what I've learned because that's a that's been a lot of my time. It's been a lot of my energy. It's been a lot of my time. It's been a lot of my brain power. I spend hours watching videos or learning about how I can run faster or what I can do on nutrition or what's involved in the whole process of becoming a better runner because I really love that now and I want to share that with you guys. Sure, if I post that video and it gets no views, then I won't do that again. But if I post that video and it bangs, then you know, I would have regretted not giving it a shot. And then obviously I've got a what's in my camera bag video coming because I want to make that video. You know, it's a bit of a generic video, but I want to make that video because I've never made one before and I think I could make it cool. I'm also going to bring out tutorials. I'm also going to talk about, you know, what interests me in the filmmaking industry. But I think by saying living creatively, it's going to give me the ability or it's going to give me the ability. It's going to give me the ability. Good one, Tom. It's going to give me the ability to talk openly about things and and sort of create what I want to create. It's just giving myself permission. Honestly, that's all it is. It's just giving myself permission to do what I want and create what I want when I want um, and love what I do. I fucking love tattoos. I would love to next time I go and see my tattoo artist and get something new, I would love to film the whole process. I would love to film me drawing one of these pieces and then turn it into some kind of weird edit where the drawing turns into the tattoo on my skin and create something cool out of that. And by saying living creatively, I think that gives me permission to do that. Whereas before I didn't feel like I could do that. I felt like if it wasn't a video that related to filmmaking, digital art or photography, then it wasn't a video that could be posted on my channel. And I think that really sucks. Because I don't think that's what I started YouTube for. I don't think that's what I started YouTube for at all. So, yeah. To finish this podcast, it's been fun. This has been a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed this. Um, I didn't expect to enjoy it as much as I did. Uh, are you guys enjoying this? Let me know in the comments, please. I'm, I'm going to say this now because uh, a lot of people tend to click off when they know it's ending. Um if you have enjoyed this so far, if you're listening on Spotify or iTunes or wherever you're listening, um, leave a review, leave us rating or whatever it is that you do with podcasts. I'm not really sure how this goes or what this is even going to be called, if I'm honest. And if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment, subscribe, like the video. 
Uh, let me know what you think. Let me know what you didn't like. Leave me some constructive criticism or just give me praises. Uh, either way, I'm probably not going to listen, but I appreciate you nonetheless. <laughs> I'm joking. I will listen, but yeah, I've been watching way too much Gary Vee whilst I'm in an isolation, and he tells you to not listen to anyone. You've got to only pay attention to the people that mean, not even, only pay attention to you. I love you, Gary, but I can make fun of you. <laughs> You're a little intense sometimes, bro. Um, yeah, and the last thing I wanted to end this this podcast on is is a positive that I've seen come out of this whole situation because I'm sick of hearing negativity. I'm sick of listening to the news. I'm sick of all this bullshit. I want to leave you with something that's that I've noticed that is a positive from all of this. I am FaceTiming everyone. <laughs> I have friends that like people that I've known like kind of like, you know, those people that you go to parties with, you've got friends that like, you know, you got your core group of friends and then you've got like the circle of outer friends. Like maybe it's your mate's girlfriend's sister or your mate's girlfriend's friend or your, your friend's boyfriend's brother, whatever, like someone who's on the outer skirts of that. Suddenly I'm FaceTiming everyone. The app, like uh, what's it called? House party. Like I'm jumping into chats with my mate's friend's friend and suddenly having these amazing conversations with people I didn't think I would get along with. I'm talking to people every single day that I've barely spoken to in my entire life because everyone's craving that sort of communication. Everyone's craving that social element of, you know, in any way that they can because obviously we can't see each other right now. So what's the next best thing is to FaceTime. And I think that's amazing. I think that's so cool that... I'm talking to people that I wouldn't otherwise talk to if this situation wasn't happening. Um, so if you're not taking full advantage of that, if you're not sort of, if you're stuck at home and you don't feel like you can call anyone or you're feeling a little lonely, give someone a call. I guarantee you they'll be happy to talk because everyone is happy to talk right now. So that's a little thing. Oh my God, got the burps. That's a little thing that I've noticed is a massive positive coming out of this whole situation. That is everyone is so happy to talk to everyone. I think that's awesome. People are chatting, people are calling each other. You know, like everyone is so happy to talk to each other. And I think that's awesome. So if I can give you one little takeaway from this podcast, a little piece of thing that you can implement straight away, like, you know, beyond the whole take advantage of the time and be productive and all that sort of stuff that I said, that stuff's important, but this one's more important. Let's listen to this one. If I can give you anything to take away from this whole podcast episode, if you listen to this, what are we, 50 minutes in or 40 minutes in? Anyway, um, if I can give you one thing is give someone a call right now as you're listening to this. It's 7.55 p.m. on Sunday afternoon. I'm going to finish this and I'm going to call someone. I'm probably going to chat for a little bit, see how their day was, see how their week was, and then hang up. That's all I'm going to say. Maybe it'll end up being a really good conversation and maybe it'll be the same for you. Maybe you'll call that friend that you haven't spoken to in two years and you guys will chat for the next two hours. And then all of a sudden, you'll become good mates again. And then at the end of this, you'll be even closer than you were going into it. And I think that's amazing that we have that ability right now to communicate with each other. Like what a time for us to go into quarantine. Is there any better time for us to go into quarantine than right now where we have the ability to be on apps and have a live video chat with six of our friends in the one thing? It's just, it's an awesome time to be in quarantine. As weird as that is to say, it's an awesome time to be in quarantine.
So anyway, (laughs) I think I'm going to leave it there. If you have enjoyed this episode, leave a like, leave a comment, leave a rating, whatever you do, wherever you watch it, subscribe to whatever podcast platform or YouTube channel you're watching this on. Um, And yeah, if you did enjoy it, I really appreciate you. And if you made it all the way to the end, I appreciate you even more. So thank you for listening to episode one of a show that I don't know the name of yet to a show that will hopefully continue. No, let's change that. Let's change the way I'm saying that. It will continue. I promise you. I'm going to make it my mission to at least every Sunday from now on (laughs) do this podcast on Sunday nights. We'll have a couple beers together or Canadian clubs together um, and do a podcast together. And then hopefully down the line, I'll have guests on and whatever. If you've got any guest recommendations, I think I'm going to Skype in Hayden, Lamont and Mike and Liam and all those guys. I might bring my mates on and and whatnot. But for now, it's just going to be me chatting intimately to you guys. And I hope you enjoy that because let's be honest with each other. I tried to pop Zoom just then, but it didn't work. For people listening, I tried to pop Zoom. There we go. We've pop Zoomed. I hope you enjoyed it. Now I'm just rambling. I'm rambling about nothing, but I enjoyed this. I really, really enjoyed this. So... Till next time, I'll see you guys later. (laughs) That was fun. That was really fun.